We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for life and transient causes, and accordingly all experience past shall kind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Gandhi the Don. Don't be political property, be free. Hello, hello, welcome back. And right now we are discussing this week, uh, recapping on current events. And it's an open forum, so uh, pretty much anyone wants to discuss any of the current events that have gone on. This week, they most certainly can. Um, but I do want to hit a few things. Um, I have some things listed that we can cover. But one thing I do want to discuss a little bit. Um, in the last show, I discussed about how we have, you know, distractions going on. And I didn't feel like discussing an abortion issue was much of a distraction. I feel like it's something good that we can talk about. But one thing I did notice, and I got a little flack for it is everyone's jumping on this this case with Johnny not really care don't really care too much about that discussion or that case at all but what i will say on that case is um i've seen a lot of people supporting him and raw raw behind him but i i just don't like who i don't like i don't like who um what he's done like i like his work his i liked his movies i liked all of them he was my, he was my favorite actors but when during the trump era where it was cool to sit there and say disgusting, nasty things about um, him or or say things like um, or hold his, his severed head in pictures or things like that. that just wouldn't fly if it was the president before him. I had an issue with that. And so I think that a lot of people forgot what Johnny Depp has said. And he even admitted himself in this video that he's a professional liar. And so. I don't really care about necessarily this whole thing necessarily like that, but sure, the, the chick that he has a case against pooping on his bed, whatever, that's that's their thing. But um, it's not really a concern for me because it has nothing really to do, in my opinion, with the outcome that happens to this country. We have our government um, conspiring to make a constitution with who. Um, there's no constitution on this planet that outweighs the American constitution in this country. Um, there's things being discussed um, across the spectrum, but this has been one of the biggest stories. But I wanted to put on the forefront who Johnny Depp is and how he, he thinks and the person are defending someone who is not a good person. And regardless of what the what they what they are saying of this case and everything, um, I just, it just doesn't really I don't I don't trust him. 
Um, and I don't trust the fact that they made this such big news. So, like, one second. Johnny Depp is facing backlash for a comment he made at UK festival, apparently about President Trump. It was him. One second, let me get to him actually saying it. Last time, he said, when is the last time an actor assassinated a president? Okay. Um, so when we're raw, raw behind someone, this is not necessarily him saying that he hates us and he wants us all dead. But that side does say that. They want anyone who disagrees with them dead. And it's just absolutely heinous and then the fact that this is okay if this was barack obama this one said that about oh no oh hell will break loose people will be locked up you know the, but there was, it was okay because it was trump he said he lies for a living. Okay. So that's my only piece and take I have for the whole Johnny Depp thing for this week. Um, the other thing is a of truth. Um, censoring American debt is something that America, everyone across the country, it doesn't matter if you agree with what the government says or not. This whole thing with censoring people or uh, or trying to control social media, who gets to say what, th that that is very heinous. Um, this has gone on in across, you know, the Hitler era. The Nazis did that. Stalin did that. I don't think you guys knew this or not, but in uh, Germany with the Hitler air, if you were to listen to a radio station that, that was not on their approve list, you, that's a death penalty. You could have died for that. So this has people have to take take consideration of the how important this is. Some people may sit there and think, oh, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't matter if it doesn't affect you right then and there. It could. That's what you should really think about. This could affect me. So if you don't want your rights trampled on, if you want to have freedom, then you gotta start standing up for them. It doesn't matter if you don't like it or not. So that's one part there. Um, Roe versus Wade. They said that you know they're considering repelling it, and that the thing that people are saying is, oh well, that goes back to the state rights. It's not necessarily getting rid of it. Like I said before, our constitution already protects rights. We just start had to start you know pushing and enforcing the constitution. So. I have a whole discussion on it being racist genocide on another podcast is listed here on the show. Go ahead and check out those those points on that and you can. Um some someone tried to attack shape Dave Chappelle, a trans person did, and we saw the results. That's my only part on that one. And there's some other things that we can discuss, but this is an open forum. Like I said, I do not like to hear myself talk. So let's go ahead and get Robert on here. And do me a favor, make sure y'all are sharing this podcast across all your, your social media platforms, send it to your family and friends and text messages um, so we can have uh, an open dialogue with more people, diverse groups of people. Flamethrower, what do you want to add for this discussion for the week, week, uh, this weekly recap? Okay, so um, I want to actually add a couple things. The first on Johnny Depp. Now, 
him, both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are scumbags. They're both violent. Uh, it's just one is more honest than the other. But one thing I do hope that comes out of this Johnny Depp case is that men's rights are finally going to have, uh, are, are going to matter again. Because this country has been following the Duluth policing model which assumes that all women are always the victim and men are always the aggressor for decades now. I mean, the Duluth policing model came, I, I don't, I, it's, it's a few decades old and, and it's extremely outdated. So, uh, so honestly, from a men's rights standpoint, I don't agree with Depp's politics, nor and and I do think that he's that him and Amber are, uh, are a perfect match because they're both violent. But at the same time, I also see a silver light coming out of this case too, because then men's rights might come to the forefront, and we need more of that. Because I know we've discussed on a few shows some of the issues that men go through, because feminists have largely overtaken the court system. That feminists have influenced policing, you know, and and I mean, for God's sakes, if if you get simply accused of being a rapist or a pedo, I mean, you're already your life is already ruined. Uh, so, so I'm I'm really hoping for something good out of this, despite the you know, despite who Johnny Depp is. And 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 by the way, he was good in Pirates of the Caribbean, and I don't think it was right that he was fi- that they fired Disney that Disney or whoever fired him for that. But uh, no, as far as abortion, I 100 percent agree with you that it is race that is racism towards blacks, and and I think the fact that we're even debating the life of a child that in itself is disgusting. That shows how far we have fallen, because this is the kind of thing that in the eight, in the eighteen hundreds they were still debating on whether black people were humans or apes, or or that in the nineteen thirties Germany they were arguing whether whether Jews are humans or apes. Not saying the Jews are innocent, but they're still human, you know. So, but uh, but this. This is the kind of debate that shouldn't even be happening in a country that is in a country that's has a reputation of caring so much about human life and being so generous. I mean, it's hypocrisy. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, going back real quick to what you're discussing with Johnny Depp, I honestly don't. I wish that we wouldn't hope that we would get some kind of results because of him and his case. I feel like if men really stood up together, you guys fight, y'all fought back together, that you guys should definitely do that. I feel like um, there's been a lot of instances in cases where men have been um, mistreated in the court system. And, you know, someone lied on them and said that something happened to them and it didn't happen. And, and their lives are ruined. Even if the, the truth comes out, there's still the reputation has changed. Once that whole story gets huge and big, it's out there. People just stick to the original story. And I think that you guys should be fighting people back and having defamation cases 
Um, I feel like if you have um, wrongly accused someone, intentionally wrongly accusing someone, that you should get the same punishment they would have received if they, if, if they were to found, be found guilty. Oh, I'll, look, I'm not disagreeing on that. I'm just saying that the fact that it's a celebrity that's, that's on trial, that itself may, gives gives the issue more merit in the eyes of the media. So mm-hmm. it might be a catalyst to bringing men's rights to the forefront and finally, finally making some change uh, for the good. You know, even if the catalyst was a bit of a scumbag, because he's he's still human and he still has rights too. As a person, you know, he he mm-hmm. doesn't deserve to have pots and pans throwing him and things like that either. He doesn't deserve to yeah. either. You know, so there's two sides to this issue. I honestly think that this is a, a distraction. I actually, I know some people are like, oh, this is different. I don't understand why this case is getting such big national attention, but Maxwell's wasn't national attention. And then the whole thing, well, oh, we had to do this because the case was this kind of case. That to me just sounds like a cover-up. Not disagreeing with you. I mean, there's, I mean, whenever big cases like this come out, that's some politicians are always doing shit. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why that's why they get attention to certain cases. But that does but that doesn't mean that we completely ignore any merit coming out of the time. Yeah. Um, did you guys also see where the federal judge reduced Maxwell's sentence to uh, I believe ten years? Let me see if I can pull up a video for you guys on that. Hold on. So I guess this came off. I, I was looking for this, by the way. Elaine Maxwell has been denied a request to overturn her sex trafficking conviction. A federal judge in New York denied it due to a lack of evidence, but did agree with the defense that some of the counts were repetitive. The judge did reduce the number of years that she could potentially face in prison when she is sentenced next month. <laughs> So why is it that they want to protest Supreme Court justices for overturning? Um, we're wanting to repel Roe v. Wade, but then like not. Why is there no one protesting the judge who made this light sentence on Maxwell? Because there's too much money to be made on baby parts. <laughs> this is insane. So y'all want the the protest them, but you can't protest this. That just really shows you where people's really where they align, what they actually really care about, or how much people are sheep and they only just go where the wind blows. But I think there's also another side to this. There, it, there's laws on the books already about intimidating Supreme Court justices. And mm-hmm. I think these people need to be fully prosecuted to the extent of the law in, uh, for, for the, because essentially this is political activism. And I already think doxing should be a federal crime anyway. You know, it shouldn't even be a state crime. It should be a federal felony, you know, so it has some teeth behind it. But, uh, but 
to dock Supreme Court justices and then protest at their homes over a decision. Um, that's called interference with a with a court case, and that in itself is a is a huge crime. Uh, so, if if these people don't get prosecuted for this, then it means that they're untouchable. Absolutely. Now, um, is there anything else you wanted to add? And by the way, guys, this is open forums. So if it's just myself and Flame talking for the most part, this is uh, this is for everyone who want to come up and have a discussion or talk about certain things that happened this week. And if nobody else wants to pop up here, uh, we'll go ahead and close it out early. No worries. Um, but if you want to come up and add anything, you can. Um, I do know that some people, some new news people want to talk about the issue with Donald Trump and the Johnson and Johnson coming up there um, and Dr. Oz. That's definitely welcome, too, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, by the way, uh, Dr. Oz, let's not forget this is a guy that used to sell uh, quack medicines to people too so so I wouldn't trust anything he says oh yeah definitely so let me go ahead and put James over here and then we'll get to John John I said I see that you said I'm breaking up really bad um, anyone else having an issue please go ahead and comment below um, not for sure why it sounds bad for on that end but here we go next is James Hey, uh, I just wanted to say one thing. Um, I was reading an article about the Jizz Lane Maxwell trial, and um, I, I couldn't find anywhere in the article where the trial was being held. Um, do you happen to know where it was being held, Donnie? I don't. Ah, okay. Well, one of the things that I've talked about before is doing things locally. Okay, Wanderer Saris says New York. So, like I was saying, um, you know, I've talked about doing things locally. And, um, like, if it's being held in New York, I'm just thinking like okay how come nobody in new york is like um outside petitioning or um talking to the the police or whatever and being like hey um she's being uh, uh, she's on trial for trafficking but she she trafficked the kids to somebody so why aren't they going after who she trafficked the kids to. And I think that's something that needs to be done where they are having the trial in order to get the cops to actually go after these people. I don't understand why they're not. Because it's a cover-up. I mean, that's, that's all I can plainly put out there is that's a cover-up. They won't do this for any, anything else. 
there's a bunch of people that they're covering their own butts for this stuff. Okay, but when I say when I said I don't understand but why they're not. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I I thought I I thought I was talking over you, but um. I just, when I said I don't understand why they're not doing anything, I meant like, um, I meant, I didn't mean just the cops and just the, uh, the government people. I mean, like the people who, um, the local people, like, I think that they should be petitioning the cops and, um, I mean, people will go out and they will assault people and they'll set stuff on fire like uh, and riot and shit to um, have a right to murder babies. But they won't um, protest and riot to fucking get child molesters and, and rapists arrested. Right. It's a shame. The priorities are not there. And honestly, if I felt like if the news, since they control people's perspectives and their beliefs and thinking, I believe that if it was a huge cause, a push for, you know, you see Elizabeth Warren out there screaming on the middle of the street about how she feels. If she was saying, oh, we need to find these baby killers and all this, or these, or these, these uh, pedophiles and all this stuff, then the people will be in uproar. And people need someone to tell them how to think and feel and how to behave. And it's really sad in this country we have that many kind of weak that many weak people here. That they need direction from someone. They need a they need a, um, a demigod or something, an idol. But Radio Freedom, I appreciate you coming up here. And we're gonna hop on over to John next. Hey John, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I I was at a conference all week, and it was just hard for me to you know jump on or anything. And uh, oh, you're good. I actually didn't have any until today. <laughs> what? What's that? I actually didn't have any shows until today. Today was the first day. I had oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, yeah. Well, then it's been a while, but I guess it's nobody's fault then. I guess for that matter. Oh, but no. uh, yeah, I'm going to be up in Fort. I'm going to be up in Fort Worth week after next, and then in Dallas the last week of May. So I'll be up in your area. But uh, I just want to comment on Maxwell real quick. I mean, the, the thing is, every all the powers that be want this to just go away. You know, the mm-hmm. judge ordered all that evidence sealed. We'll never see it. Uh, there's too many powerful people exposed to this whole thing. I mean, everybody was in on it and everybody just wants this whole thing to go away. And, uh, that's why nothing's going to be done. I mean, I, I still don't think Maxwell will, I don't know. We may never see Maxwell out in public again anyway, but, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's just, there's just so many powerful people that are complicit in this whole thing. And this whole operation, I mean, they're just trying to cover it up and they just want it to go away. They don't want to talk about it. And it's just, it's just not going to get the press. So, uh, but the the thing I wanted to talk about, I sent you a, a, uh, a direct message on this. This, this kind of has my attention where um, there's an international treaty on pandemic prevention and preparedness that um, is being worked out by the WHO and uh, you know the, these uh, institutions, and basically, it's uh, given them 
the right to uh, basically decide on how a pandemic is going to be addressed, what's going to be done, and so on. And, and basically, it's it, you know this is supposed to be legally binding according to the world court. So in other words, we don't have a say in it. Now, the House is going to be voting on this, I think, May 22nd. And when I sent you that tweet, I was saying, you know, this is how they're going to mess with the voting uh, in the November elections, I think. I mean, they could just declare that there's a certain pandemic. I mean, who knows? Could be the flu, could be whatever. And they could just they could just start shutting things down and just uh, taking over. So I'm uh, very concerned about it. Uh, you know, again, the agreement is legally binding under international law. It's an agreement on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response adopted under the World Health Organization, which, uh, uh, you know, and they say it would ensure, like, uh, higher sustained long-term political engagement at the level of world leaders and states, define clear processes and tasks, which that really sets an alarm off on me, and then enhance long-term public and private sector support at all levels, and then foster integration of health matters across all relevant policy areas. So, um, and basically they're, they're saying that they're trying to create an environment where every scientist, health worker, government can band together for a common cause. So um, I see that this, uh, I mean, if this passes the house and if this is something that everybody signs on to, I, I think this is real trouble because this is something like we've talked about before where Nothing's really clearly defined, really. And they can just go off and declare a certain emergency and, and, uh, you know, who knows? They could shut down polls, for example. They could do, they could do all kinds of things, shut all kinds of things down. So, uh, this, this has my, uh, attention raised quite a bit. And, uh, you know, I, all of a sudden I found out that it was being voted on. I, th- I think it's May 22nd, but, uh, yeah, this concerns me. I don't know. Have you heard anything about this? I, I did actually think it also ties in with the, the who constitution Yep, uh, they're pushing. So I'm actually um, going to make a show on this tomorrow evening oh, good idea. Or, yeah. mon- or Monday evening. I'm not a hundred percent quite sure. I'm still doing some digging. I'm talking to someone. Um, I was trying to figure out ways how we can have the solution because we have to definitely have the awareness of what's going on. Yep. But I was looking at, okay, so Real quick, me and Flamethrower have been um, freaking out about this since yesterday. You know, we're talking and I have some clarity on some certain things. And if you think about on March um, 1st, during the uh, Biden's uh, State of the Union address, it seemed very un-American, right? They had on the Ukraine yeah. stuff, they're talking about, you know, free world or discussing a lot of things that didn't, didn't have much to do with us. So I... I didn't listen to that. Um, it's really hard for me to listen to Joseph Biden um, talk about anything because it's just. Yeah, me too. Me too. So yeah. What I did was I went back and you can go to the White House and read the transcript, what he was saying. So that that's a lot easier. <laughs> so I went back and I was reading through it. Um, he When he addresses the Constitution, let me pull up. I was, I was put up a lot of this stuff yesterday on Twitter. But um, people tend to only care about things that are trending or popular because they don't care. You're breaking up. People don't care. They're not going to care until it's too late. They're not going to care until it's too late. So hold on one second. 
I'm pulling up some of the information I posted yesterday. Hold on. I don't know if I don't know if you have a headset or something, but all of a sudden you broke up really bad. I couldn't really hear what you're saying. Okay, so I was saying I was posting things on this yesterday. Okay. And no one really paid attention to it. So hold on. Yeah, I did the same thing. I, I sent tweets out, and I, I I sent a direct message, I think, to you as well. And and you, you know, you're right. I mean, nobody's really uh, talking about this. I mean, it's all quiet. But oh, but they're all talking about Trump yesterday. Who's not in office? Yeah. yeah. You know, who's not doing anything to fight any of this stuff? And also, yeah. Um, uh, 2018, that Merkel lady who um allegedly is Hitler's granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, I'm saying allegedly first. I believe she is. I'm just saying allegedly. But um, let me see. Okay. Almost there. I posted a lot yesterday, you guys. Hold on. Okay. She said, sovereign nation states must not listen to the will of their citizens when it comes to questions of immigration, borders, or even sovereignty. She said this, um, she said this is, um, in 2018, Donald Trump was president at the time, and they've yeah. been talking about this whole, uh, new, this, this whole uh, world constitution in a sense, and then no one seems to be batting an eye, no one seems to care. So, one second. So it's on the Who's page on Twitter. It's on the website. This isn't new information. This isn't hidden information. This is not conspiracy. Um, the World Health Assembly agrees to launch a process to develop um, a historic global accord on pandemic prevention and preparedness and response. So, excuse me, one second. Um, okay. Under the decision adopted today, the INB would hold its first meeting March 1st, 2022, to agree on ways of working and timelines, and its second by August 1st of 2022 to discuss progress on working the draft. It will also hold public hearings to inform its deliberations, deliver a progress report to the 76th World Health Assembly in 2023 and submit his outcome for consideration for the 77th World Health Assembly in 2024. Now, when I brought up Biden's um, State of the Union address, and I explained to you how they were wearing Ukraine stuff, and some of the world stuff, I believe that was the first meeting that they're talking about, March 1st, that already happened. And you notice the first, like, when is he going to have a State of the Union? When is he going to have it? Then the Russia invasion happened, then Ukraine, and then they decided to do a make on March 1st, as if they didn't already plan on that. So when everyone's talking about all these different things, they're trying to see what's, where the distractions are coming from. I think this is a big distraction because there's supposed to be working drafts in August. And I believe yeah. that um, Robert and I saw that they're going to be doing this in Switzerland and it's very expensive. Actually, let me add Robert as a speaker too, so he can speak on that because he's one of those reading details on how much, I believe it's over $4,000 for the hotel stay and such. Hey, Robert, can you get those details, please? Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. 
Okay, so here's what I found. Um, first of all, they're having a, a major sale right now on on the dates of that uh, of that event. Uh, that it's only right now. It's only four thousand dollars for just like four, a four day stay around that around like say July twenty ninth through August fourth. Um, for that's that's the whole package flight hotel car like and then and and uh normally it's ten thousand dollars but let's also not forget that you still have to apply for a passport and i think that the eu requires you requires people apply for a visa to, that allows you to travel through all european union countries that's actually one of the benefits of an EU visa because you can travel between any country and you don't, you know, like you would travel through the United States with your driver's license, but it takes, but any passport can take up to a year to get, and they time this. So people that don't already have passports don't have time to get one, nor do they have time to apply for an EU visa, which which I imagine that would probably come to an additional close to 500 bucks by the, after fees. So they planned this out. Well, they, they made, they made sure that we didn't have the time or the means to save up. Hey, Robert, what, 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 uh, what are the topics? Do we know what the topics are on this thing again? Um, we're uh, on the event. Yeah. Um, basically, they're they're going to be focused on their on pandemics response, and they're okay, going to yeah. and they and they want to establish a globally accepted standard that all countries are going to follow. Right, and and the and the thing is, is if like we like the United States agrees to it, I mean, this is all legally it's legally binding under international law. Which means well, we don't have a say in it, basically, which is ridiculous. But well, actually, uh, sorry to interrupt. One little yeah. correction. You do you know why the Paris Co- Climate Accord was never uh, was never officially enforced in the United States because it was not ratified by Congress. There were too many yeah. uh, under Obama. There were too many Republicans that opposed it. Right. And in order to ratify a treaty, it's 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 as hard as it is to pass an amendment. You need two thirds of the House, two thirds of the Senate, and they and Obama didn't have that. So it and we could sign all the treaties we want, but it is not enforceable in the United States unless two thirds of the House, two thirds of the Senate agree. And that's why we need to. We need to stop worrying about who the president is and start worrying about who are our governors and our and our house reps and our senators are because they I, have power. The president is just a stole pigeon. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, what has me worried about this is exactly what you're saying. I mean, uh, I mean, we know how the Democrats are going to vote, but I don't trust the Republicans on this. I, I don't. I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure put on people to, you know, to vote for this. And, uh, I, you know, I'm just worried about it. Uh, I don't trust the Republicans. I mean, we'll see. 
But uh, when you look at this thing in detail, I mean, it absolutely stinks. I mean, it just... It's, uh, yeah, I don't trust Republicans either. They're going to vote for it. If they were, if they were a Ukraine flag on their um self during the yeah. State of the Union, they're going to vote for it. Yeah. So I agree. Um. So here's the thing. I mean, I, I'm still doing. I'm trying to find the solutions. There's a couple of them. Um, we're going to be looking over um, Article Four, um, Four, for the in the Constitution when discussing this. Because if the government tries to do anything outside of the Constitution according to their oath, they commit treason, which they treason you get death for that. So there's ways we can fight back with our Constitution. They don't have the the, the authority. The Constitution doesn't give them authority. So. We have to do something. We can't But I believe piece of it. But I, like I said, I'll do. I'll have an organized, complete show on this with all my receipts and how we can overcome this and how we can help get the message out. And honestly, if we if we um, take them to court with this stuff. And then we get, we get, um, we can make a big deal ourselves. People can show up to Trump rallies, they can show up to this. Literally, they should do this. And if they really say about people, if they can show up to Trump rallies, they can show up to protect their rights. Um, 3331 Oath of Office. I want to, I want to clarify what the Oath of Office is for these, this is, um, this is not included. Um, individual. Except the president elected or appointed office of or profit in the civil service or uniform service shall take the following oath. I name swear or will support and defend the constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That will be that I will bear true fat sorry, I cannot read that I will bear the true faith and allegiance to the same. That I take the obligation freely, without any mental reservation or purpose or evasion, that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office in which I am about to enter. So help me God. This section does not affect the other oaths required by law. Now, all of the language in RS-1757 is omitted as obsolete since RS-1757 was originally in all alternative oath to the oath prescribed in RS-1756. Guys, I will see y'all. I'll put the link in there so you guys can look at this too. Um, the words an individual except the president in the civil service or uniform services are substituted by any person, either in civil, military, or naval service except the president of the United States. The second sentence, so standard changes are made to confirm um, with the definitions applicable in the style of this outline piece. So there's some different pieces I'm going to be sending to you guys. Um, it's Like I said, it's either going to be tomorrow at 7.30 or it's going to be Monday at 7.30 p.m. So I'm so, going to so, in depth. Go ahead. So, Donnie, what I'm thinking, too, is that we put pressure on, like, the attorney generals. Like, Ken Paxton is suing all the time anyway. I mean, I think he would 
would sue on this. But I mean, that's I mean, I think we'd have to put pressure at the state level too, or the states kind of band yeah. together and and uh, yeah. So. Yeah. And let me. I let think me too, when we're talking about treason. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say. Um, John? Oh. oh, no, I was done. I, I'll, I'll hear Robert out now. Wait, who was just again. trying to talk? No, no, I was done. Oh, wait, I was real quick, done. Robert. I was, saying... um, was going to say two. Okay, okay. I was going to add, I was going to add to what John was saying too. We're not going to throw around the word treason lightly. Like you're going to, you're going to get the penalties. You're going to die if you do this. Like we have to not just throw that around willy nilly anymore. This actually needs to happen if they're trying to do things like this. They've already committed plenty of acts of treason, but I think that people won't be voting or, or doing certain things if they think they're going to lose their life. So Robert, go ahead. Well, I think the first step is that we use the same protocols we did back when Obama was trying to push us into the Paris Climate Accord. We, like you said, we hold our state account officials accountable. Let them know that we do not consent to this this UN treaty and that if they vote for this, then they then they need to know the people are not on their side, and we really do need to start start insisting on referendums, for example. Referendums is a tool that the American people have in several states, but they don't use it. We need, we need to start using, we need to start demanding referendums on laws that we don't support. I mean, you know... We need to know our rights. We need to start because to the process in states to have referendum options is you get up, you get enough signatures on a petition, and then in the next election, or and sometimes even they call a special election if it's serious enough that they'll it'll be on the ballot. That's how that's how Maryland got rid of the rain tax because we because there was. Everybody across the board was pissed off at being taxed for some for something that humans don't even create. We were being taxed for the hydroponic cycle, you know. And so, and people were afraid, started being afraid every time it rained that they would be taxed for it. So, we need to start knowing the t- the tolls we have and start and stop being afraid to use them. Absolutely. I think another thing is a lot of people don't know what to use. That's why I'm putting the things together. And John, I'm going to do it on Monday at 7.30 p.m. So I'm okay. meeting with Sky. Um, just so you guys know, I'm also working with someone getting a lot of training on how the, the laws work and things like that and different things that I can do to help you guys personally. Because I don't really necessarily do this because I don't do this for myself or I wouldn't do it at all. I'll tell you that much. Um, I want to find solutions for you guys, and I always want us to have this as community is solution based. There's a, a gentleman who I'm working with, and he's um, done this before. But quite a few people, like you know, you know how um, Shaka has come on here and done things. So they've been doing things for a long time. 
they like what we're trying to accomplish and do here, so they kind of pass the torch, if that makes sense. So I got a lot of good stuff coming for you guys here soon, and we're actually having one of our uh, meetings tomorrow. That's why I said I'm going to go ahead and do it on Monday, because I'm not for sure what time he wants to do it, um, because our time difference is a little different right now. So, yeah, so I got some stuff coming for you guys, and definitely on this whole thing with uh, the World Health Organization and our our country and this whole WHO constitution, they just honestly, just like Merkel said, she says, don't get, don't, it just don't act like, don't care what the, the people say. Just do whatever. And especially it doesn't matter too, if they're still in elections, then the people can't just vote them out. So I think we're in an interesting time in American history where we actually could do a lot. But, you know, it's going to take a lot of people to get the mess out and teach. One big thing is educating people so they can't mess with public opinion if they if the, the public understands what are what their rights really are their what their um the, first of all at least get people to stop saying democracy and start cussing people out when they say it I mean at least get that done here soon but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah we got some things coming I just I miss you guys um, sometimes people need to do do a little break. And I'm not really for sure what's going on with Colin. People are saying they're not getting the notifications when the show is coming on. And that's why we're kind of looking crazy when these, we come in here and we don't have as many people on the shows because this is Saturday. It's a little different, but typically there's more. Uh, people are not getting notifications whenever the shows are coming on. Robert actually was planning on talking more about Batman in the last show, but he didn't get a notification. But on the web version, if you go to callin.com on the web, they have updated the site. So what you can do is pull it up, and they have a calendar now. And if you click on the calendar, um, it has it looks like a calendar, and it shows you all the shows and the different people who are having shows on here. So you can look at that. And also, if you go to the shows, and you go if you want to add it to your calendar, you can. That will help you get a reminder that there's a show coming on. But you know, it's it's on the uh, you know on my my Apple phone. I mean, it pops up when you're gonna when your show is gonna start. So that's been pretty, that's been pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but yeah, other people are saying they're not getting it. I'm looking at the other live shows right now that are up here too. There's like really no one in these rooms right now. So I'm not really for sure what's going on, but hopefully that can get fixed soon if they want the people want to keep using the app. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. So that's all I really have for the evening, you guys. Just a quick recap. And I'm happy you brought that up, John. I was going to bring it up briefly, but I'm happy you brought it up what you did because I'm happy that you're concerned and you saw it too. Um, definitely please come on 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 seven at seven thirty on Monday so we can cover more of this. I'm gonna have all okay. the different solutions that we can do to tackle this. And uh, keep them from doing things like this to our country. Um, yeah, if you, if hey, hey Donnie, if you send out like a notice, like maybe in the afternoon or something, I'll I'll try to blast it out to my followers, you know. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll go ahead and do. I'm actually going to schedule it um, tonight, and I'll send you the. I'll just copy and paste a link to you. Okay, good. So we can go ahead and get it promoted now, so we can have one yeah. before Monday. That's a good. Yeah, you're right. That's a good idea. I mean, yeah. Rather than last minute, I think if they can plan for it, because yeah, I'll start uh, sending it out. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, you guys, um, if if Robert doesn't have anything else to add, I'm gonna go ahead and close it out and call it the evening. Um, I've had a I had a long weekend, <laughs> but I'm, I do have tomorrow. We have the Know Your Rights um, podcast. We're gonna be covering the Fourth Amendment. Um, so that's going to be a lot of information, a lot of details. And if you guys don't know Black Pill Phil yet, he's pretty, pretty darn good with, uh, with us, uh, doing that. So without further ado, what, Robert, hey, what, Donnie, Donnie, what time is that going to be tomorrow? It's, uh, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay. Okay. And right. also, and also, by the way, on those, it's great to have you all there live and you can type up stuff in the chat, but it's just to be, that those are just us talking because it's educational and it's, it doesn't like take away from what we're trying to do. Um, but most certainly you guys can definitely come on there and so, so you know, what's the word, uh, support by being there listening yeah. and definitely please, please start sharing that one out. Because like I said, we're trying to educate the population. If the more people that get on that, at least that one and learn more about our rights and freedoms. Cause we give uh, examples. We give different court cases and we go about things that happen in the history around these amendments. So it's, it's a pretty cool thing to have for a, a tool and it's simple. People can just listen to it. You have to read it. So, but I appreciate you, John. Thank you so much for coming up and uh, spending your Saturday evening with us. <laughs> sure. Um, uh... Yeah, I was just, you know, this conference I was at, I was just tired. And, uh, I, you know, today I just kind of took it easy. <laughs> it was, there was so much walking. I was walking like seven miles. It was this offshore technology conference. It, fortunately, it was in Houston. I didn't have to fly anywhere. But uh, oh, okay. I, just, I just had a lot of meetings. And, God, I just felt like I run a marathon by the time Friday came around. <laughs> just, uh... Yeah, but, no worries. But um, I appreciate you. Robert, do you have any closing thoughts before we go ahead and close out in the anthem? Yes. I have just one to dedicate to America. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to. What, really? <laughs> never going to give? Never going to give? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. That. <laughs> yes. We're never going to give you up. All right, you guys. We're going to go ahead and close out the anthem. God bless you guys. Bye. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.